Beg your pardon, forgot to knock. Welcome to the CIC, initiating security clearance. My name is Napoleon Soto. Bond. James Bond. Ethan Hunt. Felix Leiter. Ilya Kuriaki. Identity confirmed. Now, pay attention, Welcome to Central Intelligence Cinema, a podcast dedicated to spy movies and secret agent pop culture. Your mission, should you decide to accept it. Remember, nothing ever goes according to plan. Tom, what do you think you're doing? Keeping the British hand up, sir. Do you expect me to talk? Yeah, baby! <laughs> Recording from the Peas Gloria Allergy Institute, it's Central Intelligence Cinema. I'm Ben Esslinger, and with me, as always, is Jason Greenberg. Welcome to episode number 10. Today, we've got a brand new Intel report for you discussing all the latest and greatest news from across the spy movie Globosphere. Let's get into it, shall we? Looking for a news story? Impress me. Transmitting CIC Intel dossier. They'll print anything these days. Okay, Intel report. We're back again with another one. Um, <laughs> you, you would think that there would be uh, no Intel to report, and yet you would think, and a, that, such a dynamic environment the uh, the spy cinema genre is. It is, and things just keep happening. You know, just like a like a bad Trump tweet that just won't go away. <laughs> Just <laughs> um, and we're at uh, 11 and a half seconds i know and i i even i did it myself i told myself i was never gonna even utter his name in this show and and yet i did but well you probably just need a little bit more a couple more rinses of biden scope Yes, in your mouth yes, and yeah, when you just... spit it out and get that minty flavor of democracy again. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, let's get into the real shit. Uh, All right. So uh, the first thing is my prediction from last uh, episode or last Intel report <laughs> has already been busted. The Kingsman <laughs> has been pushed back uh, to August 20th of this year. So uh, I guess they won't be uh, going to streaming, or at least it certainly doesn't look that way. Well, you never know. You, you never know. I, you know, it reminds me of a movie I once watched. What was that movie called? Oh, Never Say Never Again. Ah, yes, indeed. Gosh, indeed. Gosh. And speaking of uh, Bond, oh boy. So this happened maybe about a week ago uh rumors from the british tabloids about reshoots for no time to die because bond and nomi are no longer using the latest tech from nokia oh boy likely bullshit we'll see yeah uh, look at the source yeah it's and then yeah. look at how many people were credited as viable sources in the source um zero yeah so whether or not that actually happens i mean that would be like saying Oh, well, the DB5 is outdated, so we need to get the latest Aston Martin. We're going to have to go back and reshoot with the latest Aston Martin. Right. You know, I feel like if, if there was any credence to this at all from any kind of kickbacks that the the product placement people were going to get, they mm. just give them a larger cut of the profits from the movie because it's going to be way cheaper than going and reshooting scenes. Yeah, I mean... And, I, I and think... I'm pretty sure the Aston Martin that I saw in all of the trailers 
is pretty old anyway. I think we're probably okay on the dating portion of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the factual side of this is, is that the Nokia 7.2 was released in September of 2019 and featured in the film's original trailer. The newer model, the 8.1, was launched in September of 2020 and is already due to be replaced by the rumored 9.3 or 10 sometime in the first half of 2021. I I would be shocked if they went back and did anything at all. Even even just rotoscoping, yeah. even just rotoscoping in, you know, in a couple of shots like a newer model. I have a, I have a hard time believing that. Honestly, it's Nokia. Who buys Nokia's? <laughs> it's Nokia. Yeah. If it was an iPhone. Like exactly. If it was an oh. iPhone, maybe. But even then, like, you can't tell one iPhone from another most of the time, with the exception no. of the camera now. Yeah. I think unless it was a genuine money shot that they put in there, which right. you could easily swap out because it's going to be right there on whatever it is. Yeah. Nope, nobody's going to give two shits. They're just going to move along and watch the movie. Nobody's going to care if James Bond's phone is old. James <laughs> James Bond is old. <laughs> They're going to replace him before they replace the phone he's using. <laughs> Quite right. <laughs> also, in uh, less than... Well, I guess this is, this is more credible because uh, it was reported in Forbes magazine. Um, apparently, uh, Mike Hopkins, senior vice president of Amazon Prime Video and Amazon Studios, has held "quote unquote" exploratory talks to buy MGM. So apparently, they're they're supposedly raising 1.5 billion for their seventh special purpose investment vehicle. They have a fancy name and everything. Yeah. What what does Amazon stop sounding like? It's some sort of sinister multi-conglomerate evil agency from a James Bond movie. <laughs> well, what I mean, <laughs> it is interesting that Bezos stepped down this this week, too. Yeah. Yeah. I was joking with my friends. and like, so Internet Lex Luthor stepped down to fight stoner Tony Stark in the Space Wars. <laughs> whither, whither thou goest, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So <laughs> I they, think it would be I think it would be great if Amazon bought out MGM to be honest with you. Cuz yeah. A I have Amazon Prime so I could get to watch the entire thing without paying any more money for it. Mm -hmm. Um but I think uh, you know people talk about it going to Apple or something like that. I, I don't think it's an as natural a fit for Apple Plus or something. I right. think a streaming, a channel that has a streaming established like Netflix or Amazon Prime will be so much better for that entire library because right. people it will people will have more access to it because they're going to be more willing to go and get those particular services. So, yeah. uh, well, here's here's the other thing though is whether this actually happens or not remains to be seen. I mean, first of all, MGM, well, at least Kevin Ulrich, who uh, is sort of the the guy behind MGM right now was looking to fetch $10 billion for the company. One is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little pinky up, a little Dr. Evil pinky up. $10, $10 billion. billion. That's a lot of money for MGM, which is a, while MGM is worth a lot of money, I do feel like their properties are steadily going down in value well the only real money maker they have is bond 
Yeah. And the company has essentially been for sale for the past 10 years. Right. <laughs> like they, so. MGM used to be such a big player in, in cinema, even up till the nineties, really, mm -hmm. you know, but um, I just think that they had a string of bad movies and no real tent poles in a time when tent poles was something you needed to have. Nobody, right. I mean, I think we could pretty much uh, suss out that nobody wanted to see Rocky 18. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I am trying to, I'm struggling to think of any other major franchise that MGM holds down Wizard that's of viable Oz. anymore other than Bond. Yeah. You know? So. Uh, moving on, uh, in other uh, news, it was recently reported that Ralph Fiennes would love to stay on as M and quote-unquote train the next James Bond. He was quoted in Total Film Magazine saying, if anyone from Eon Films is listening, I'm very keen to continue training the new Bond, which I'm yeah. I am quite fine with that. I, I agree. I I think I said that uh, earlier um, on the Instagram uh, post that you put up there. I'm like, yeah. bonds may change, but M stay the same. They got to right. die literally or narratively before we get a new one. So yeah. uh, I think, I think it, it's good. It, 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 I think it allows consistency for the viewers to see a lot of the same elements in place, which yes. bond is firmly established. That's how you do it because what well, we got through two bonds before the original M died. And, uh, uh, right. Did we get through four bonds before Q died? Yeah. Because we were into Pierce Brosnan before he passed, didn't we? Yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think that's kind of the, I think it's kind of one of those things about the bond franchise that you change the bond, but you don't change you the, keep the players. Right. Because I think it also continues the illusion that it's the same guy, even though we all know that they just cloned James Bond in a tank at the bottom <laughs> of the MI6 building, <laughs> roll out the new one once the old one's gone. But not that that would be a much more interesting storyline or anything. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it just continues the whole thing of, you know, it doesn't matter who's behind the mask. It's still Batman talking to you, Joel Schumacher. <laughs> Indeed. I'm just going to try and knock out all the Bond stuff here. Speed run. Yeah, speed run. <laughs> so one other really sort of, this is just silly to me, but uh, Tom Holland has recently joined the large and illustrious group of British actors who think they should be James Bond. In an interview with Variety, he was quoted as saying, ultimately, as a young British lad who loves cinema, I'd love to be James Bond. So, you know, I'm just putting that out there. I look pretty good in a suit. Yeah, you know what? You look great in a suit. Have you heard your voice? Have you heard your own voice? I'm sorry. Well, but. And I don't know. A red and blue suit doesn't really suit James Bond very good, especially with the big eyes and a mask. But yeah, uh, yeah. here's just, the thing. Here's the thing. 10, 15 years from now, I could see it. I when, still, he's his, when he's in his 30s, maybe his, his voice lowers a little bit. Maybe. Right? As he gets older. <laughs> Oh, or he can learn to affect a gruffer voice when he's talking. He can, yeah. he can put on a Christian Bale Batman voice or something. I don't know. <laughs> but he's got those kind of chiseled good looks. He's just he's just too pretty. He's far too pretty right now. <laughs> you know, looks-wise, he could fit the part in like 10 years. Sure. But it's just his voice doesn't have the gravity that every Bond actor has ever had. If you go back, if you think about mm -hmm. every single person who's played Bond, they've all had that voice that's got a bit of gravity to it. 
you know, maybe Pierce was the least, uh, I was going to say the least of those, but I mean, if you think of, I mean, Sean, you know, mm-hmm. even Daniel Craig has, has a voice with gravity to it. It's, yeah. you know, it's seen some, but you know, d- did they, when they were 22 years old, probably not. Did you, ever see right. Sean, did you ever see Sean Connery in The Longest Day? I did not. <laughs> he's, walk, he's walking around with another English guy singing songs. It's pretty embarrassing when you think about it. Um, and let's not even go into Darby O'Gill and the little people. Um, but I, it's weird. I, I, feel like, I feel like if you're a, if you're a male British actor, you feel like you should be able to play James Bond. Yeah, it's just a, right? it's just a club. I don't know. Yeah, it's like Doctor Who... And James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Those are the only two choices you can aspire to in cinema and television and, and, in England. And that's it, which seems silly, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Could, I, let's face it, though. Like I said, he's in the age demographic where he's the next, next James Bond if they go with the male for the next, next James Bond. Right. Next, next. But I, I don't know. I, I'm still keeping my fingers crossed. I know that this is a dark horse for a lot of people. I actually really like Nicholas Holt. I'm really in the camp of, I, I really think that he could be the next James Bond and do it well because he's, he's yes, he's a little bit young, but he's also just reaching that, that point. Yeah. And I, yeah. and I have a very strong suspicion that Eon is going to skew younger this next time. Get That's more my, mileage out of him. Yeah. More mileage. Just also just, I think they're trying to appeal to a younger audience again. They're going to try and. They're going to yeah. try and push to get some new fans because, you know, the the larger Bond group right now is is definitely aging older. So they're, mm-hmm. I think they're going to try and bring in, you know, try and garner some new fans. That's James just me. Bond Junior. Woo. <laughs> also, uh, Triumph Motorcycles recently published a feature on their website about some of the stunts we will likely see whenever No Time to Die is actually released. Um, Spoiler alert, if anyone cares. One in particular, uh, stunt coordinator Lee Morrison was quoted as saying, there was a point where we jumped the tiger over a car and under a helicopter. So that'll be fun to see someday. Whenever <laughs> Jason's figuring out the geometry in his head over there, <laughs> like they say in the betting world, what's the over and under on that one? Oh, oh. Right. hey, and finally, in Bond news, the much heralded game from the mid 90s, GoldenEye 007 for the Nintendo 64, is now back, sort of. Uh, there was a project in 2007 by Microsoft to remaster the game for the Xbox, but never saw the light of day until now. Um, I'm not sure how exactly, like who exactly did it, but if you want full details, go to mi6-hq.com and they have all the details. It'll even tell you how to sort of play it because essentially you have to have, I'm, I'm not much of a video game guy, but I am. I have been made aware that there are player mods, alterations that players themselves can make. Mm-hmm. And with the correct mod, you can play, you can now play this game. And then the one thing of note about all this is that, and, and this was also something that MI6HQ rightly pointed out, and I just wanted to echo it here, 
is that there was a two-hour playthrough of this game that was posted on YouTube roughly eight days ago um, from the time of this recording, which is the 7th. And um, it has it now has more views than the Bond 25 launch event from Jamaica. And that's been getting <laughs> that's been adding up views since April of 2019. <laughs> so maybe, just maybe, MGM and Dan Jack, you should start looking more at video game development and less at five thousand dollar backgammon sets. Well, know? do you think do you think it's got more hits because it has a better chance of actually coming out than the movie does? Ooh. <laughs> I'm just saying again. <laughs> The, the, the DB5, nobody cares how old that is. Right. The game from 1990-whatever, come on, 1997, nobody cares, right? Now, right. I'm going to tell you one thing. I never liked GoldenEye, and I know everybody out there probably thinks that I'm a horrible human being for saying that. <laughs> um, I played it on on my kid's Nintendo 64, and I just thought it was dumb. But um, I, think, <laughs> I think everybody liked it because of the multiplayer aspect of the game, and I'm right. not really a big multiplayer guy. I'm the campaign guy. I really like the story. <laughs> the story important. Um, but I remember when my kid told me about this, uh, oh gosh, a few months back. And uh, he was super excited for it. I'm like, well, you go then and play odd job. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really more curious about uh the the new one from io but i mean i know that's still like two years off but right i mean well i would love the, so the last bond game that i played that i liked was the re, was from russia with love version that was on the xbox 360 the, or the one i think it was the xbox xbox actually and, and wasn't that the, the sean, one that was voiced by sean connery sean yeah yeah and that one was fun because nice. it was a story game right right and i mean all I, I most of the bond games have kind of sucked because they all kind of tied into a movie rather than just being kind of an open world James Bond game. Gotcha. That's what we need. We need to have a, an original storyline. You could pick whatever Bond, whoever it is, or just make up your own James Bond for yeah. the game. And kind of like they did with all the, they've done with all the Avengers games of late, you know, mm -hmm. um, they made an Avengers game that looks sort of like the movies, but it has nothing to do with the movies. It's its own little independent world kind of deal. I did um, hear that. I did hear that the IO game in development is sort of on that thread. It is sort of aiming for something that is independent. It is within the world of James Bond, but it's not focused on any, right. Any one movie. I've also heard too about that game that uh, they're not modeling James Bond off of any one actor. In fact, I'm not even sure if you're going to be able to play with any of the previous actors. I don't know. Hmm. I think I think on that note, they'd be doing themselves a disservice if they didn't allow well, that. Th they'll probably allow it as some sort of an in-game purchase to upgrade a skin. So you'll right. get like a you'll get like a Sean Connery in the duck wetsuit, and you know you'll get him <laughs> in the white tux. Right. You know, like you know. You'll get every you'll get a Bond version for every movie, right? Yeah. So yeah. you can have young Roger Moore. You can have decrepit yeah. old Roger Moore. You can have in between <laughs> Roger Moore. You can have still wearing a real real hair and a, and a wearing a toupee Sean Connery. I mean, you're gonna have so many options. Yeah. I think so, I think it would be great, and especially if you know if they made it kind of an open world thing where. You know, maybe you could go off and do little side spy missions and whatnot. And every mm -hmm. time you do it, it, it cuts to the little, you know, 
Irish scene, you know, and says you yeah. end it, and then it goes back to the main storyline when you're finished. So you're so sick of it, you don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so while we're at a stopping point, I just wanted to mention, we would love to hear from viewers of the podcast, whether it's a movie review idea or you just want to say hi, please feel free to email us at CICDeadDrop at gmail.com. That's all one word, CICDeadDrop at gmail.com. Also, if you do enjoy the podcast, we'd be most appreciative if you took a moment to give us a five-star review on iTunes. That way, the podcast shows up higher on searches so we can build the CIC bigger and better. All right, let's get back to it. So moving on from Bond news, we've got a couple other things in the in the spy movie world. A new uh, trailer came out on my radar this past week. Uh, really interesting called The Courier starring Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. This looks uh, good. Yeah, which is based on a true story about this British, I think he was like a salesman or something. Uh, yeah. from the from the early 60s who was asked by MI6 um, as well as working with the CIA operative that's played by Rachel Brosnahan to help uh, spy for Britain and basically help end the Cuban Missile Crisis. Um, that is currently slated for March 19th, which <laughs> we'll see if that actually... I bet you that comes out. You think so? Yeah. It's not think- a temple movie. Yeah, so it's you think they'll just sort of quietly yeah. release it, and it'll quickly go to is, streaming, or or somebody will buy it. That'll no, I think I, I think your first one. I think that it will it will come out in the theaters for thirty days, and then it'll drop out to streaming, um, mm-hmm. and then run concurrently. Um, you know, I went to go see that Tom Hanks movie, uh, News of the World, a couple weeks back. Okay, um, at uh, the local Alamo Draft House. Check into it. I highly recommend. Um, <laughs> And myself and two other people uh, enjoyed a very nice socially distanced uh, viewing of an excellent film nice. in a movie theater with real popcorn. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, apparently nobody was harmed during the watching <laughs> of the film. There were there were certainly not enough people in attendance to make it even a concern. But right. even if it had been full capacity for the theater, I would not have been concerned at all. Um, well, Alamo, and- Alamo Draft House is such a good they're so conscious of all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's an excellent venue to go see a movie in anyway, but with the current concerns, I feel like they're a little more invested in getting you in there than say like an AMC or somebody else who's still going to try and cram as much capacity in there. Right. Um, But I mean, this is a Tom Hanks movie, you know, in any other reality, that movie would have launched with a fairly decent uh, launch window, probably somewhere in the summer. Or towards the end, if they were looking to get uh, Oscar nods for it, Um, and I feel like this is this is a it's a Benedict Cumberbatch film, but Benedict Cumberbatch isn't Tom Hanks, and so if they can release a Tom Hanks film out into the wild with the way things are, I think this one will come out, which is good because I was planning on going and seeing it at my local Alamo Draft House. I highly recommend it. It's a great venue. All this free advertising <laughs> for for what for Alamo Draft House? Yeah, <laughs> they, they don't even pay me to say that. They don't. They're just good. They're just good. They are. They're amazing. But yeah, I think this movie's going to come out. I think we're. I think we're going to see a lot of these non tent pulley things start to kind of squirt their way in there because these are movies that don't cost a million dollars to make. Right. They're not the they're not the two hundred, three hundred million dollar budgets the way Bond or or a right or an Avengers movie or something of that 
size. Right. You drop a movie with a 50 million all in budget. Um, they'll, they'll run it here in our theaters. They'll probably get a lot more people to buy into it on streaming and whatnot, but they're going to, they're going to recoup this movie when Amazon prime bids for it or something like that. And yeah, and they'll get that all that money back in because they'll be able easily be able to go in and say a hundred million for it and double the value of the film. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see that one. I mean, really, I'll watch anything Benedict Cumberbatch is in. Quite honestly, pretty so. much. Uh, one final thing, um, which actually pertains to our next episode coming out, um, Alex Ryder season two, uh, which is available currently on Amazon and uh, produced by IMDb, which is so strange. It's every yes. time I say it is so strange to me, but <laughs> season two has kicked off. It's a five month shoot in Bristol. Uh, the second season is to be based on the book Eagle strike, the fourth book in the Anthony Horowitz series. Um, and this is my favorite part. I am so psyched for this. It's been <laughs> revealed. It's been revealed that we're getting Toby Stevens as the bad guy. Toby Stevens of Die Another Day. Toby Stevens of they he did all these. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this. He did all these um, radio play versions of James Bond over really? uh, on the BBC. Yeah, he plays James Bond on all these radio productions of of James huh. Bond stories and stuff. Really cool. I just I think he's such an over the top actor, and I love him for it. And he's gonna make such a great bad guy. He's playing the tech billionaire, Damien Cray. And I was really scared of, I heard that name and I was like, that sounds way too much like, like either a Dorian Gray or, <laughs> or B the, the, the guy from 50 shades of gray. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I had to look up. I was like, okay, the guy from 50 shades of gray is called Christian. So I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I'll be okay. <laughs> I, you know what? I feel like Damien is such an overused bad guy name. It really is. It's a little, I mean, it's a little on the nose. <laughs> and I, I blame the omen for that among everything else. But um, <laughs> here's a quick fun fact. My mother once told me she was going to name me Damien. Oh, goodness. Three, three years before the movie came out. Thank God she decided on Jason because it's been bad enough being a Jason in my lifetime. I can't imagine being a Damien. Let me tell you something. If it makes you feel any better, I was almost named Doug. And I am not a fan of the name Doug. <laughs> that would have been so great for me, though. Hey, Doug. Where's Patty? <laughs> Oh boy, dodged a bullet on that one. Amen. <laughs> uh, one other thing I wanted to bring up too that I, uh, oh God, where did I hear it? I heard it somewhere recently. Um, I want to say it might have even been Saturday Night Live um, that uh, Jim from The Office, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, John Krasinski. Uh, yeah, John Krasinski. Apparently, he has begun shooting season three of uh, Jack Ryan. So, yeah, yeah. so I guess production is resuming. It's about time. Yeah, see, it feels like feels like the uh, the old movie machine is is starting to you know rev up again. So we might yeah. actually get more more new content soon. So exciting! We've got to get those episodes knocked out so we can start playing Mister Fantastic for Pete's sake. <laughs> he would make the perfect Mister Fantastic. There's talk <laughs> that he and Emily Blunt are going to be in as Mister Fantastic and the Invisible Woman. Oh goodness! It's, it's been rumored forever, but you know, a lot of times rumors end up happening when Disney's involved. 
Indeed, indeed. Wow. Yeah, well, that so, is pretty much it. Yeah, unless you have something. Uh, you know what? I I don't. I had something, but it has uh, faded away into the Ethernet. So perhaps <laughs> on the next Intel report, yes. I can bring it up and we can discuss it then. Yes. So that's all the news that's fit to print for uh, for this Intel report. But uh, fear not, dedicated tens of listeners <laughs> we've got we've got another episode coming to you on friday uh we'll be reviewing the uh the tv series the season one of alex Ryder. so should be good stuff so uh but with that i'm ben and i'm jason and the cic will return with more missions more martinis and more mayhem <laughs>